from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Wanted to be able to, to have this time with you guys prior before we take any questions because I know that uh, there's the summer kind of talking tour is about to start. I think it actually starts tonight, and I'm sure with all that, there's going to be um, things that are going to come out that I have to imagine you guys have an interest in. And so wanted to be able to holler at you guys prior to any of that. So I appreciate you guys being here. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. You know, I think moving into the summer and um, and just kind of in the fall camp is that we want to help solidify solidify with, with Blake that, hey, this is your team. You know, you've done all the work. You've earned it. We just talked about kind of being in a pit and kind of rising up. And I think that's the whole thing. I think, you know, for me, I mean, how many times has that been me, you know? And you look at our players, and just when guys are in that position, um, to give them the opportunity to climb out that thing and be the, the new them. And I think that's that's what Blake's doing. I'm way uh, proud of him. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Excited for that. You know, I thought talk with all of them both, both went well. And talking to Sawyer, and he's, hey, how you, how you feel with all of it? And he was... Um, he goes, Coach, I love Baylor. It's where I want to be. You know, you're going to continue to see me get better. And we all knew that, you know, that's the case. And I'm sure that we will see him continue. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. How about some Dave Aranda in May? How about that? What a treat, uh, Coach Aranda, a meeting with the media earlier today. Uh, biggest news out of that was uh, he officially named Blake Shapin as the starting quarterback for the Bears going into the 2023 season. And not just going into the season, uh, and now Blake and the entire team knows that he's the starter, and I think that pays dividends through summer workouts as well absolutely I, I think every team should name their starter coming out of spring practice it's just uh, for the same sure. for the reasons that you mentioned and other reasons i think it's just better for the team to know who they're uh you know who's leading them on the yeah. field next yeah. season that's a huge thing i agree happened uh about this time last year right after spring you know coach aranda said he would name the starter after spring practice choosing between at that time blake shapen and gary bohannon and uh he did he named shapen the starter and and we all thought that that paid dividends again through the summer for Blake, knowing he's the number one guy and for everybody around him. So that has happened. That happened today. Let you hear a little more from uh, Coach Aranda in just a moment. But he said in the open... He said in the open there, uh, we're getting ready to start our, our uh, what do you call it, Texas talking tour. 
I think talking tour mm-hmm. of Texas is right. what he said. And uh, he knew that there would be questions come up, you know, about who's the starting quarterback. So to Dave's credit, he said, hey, let's have a media opportunity here in Waco to let everyone here locally and anyone that wants to come. Matt Mosley came in for that. Uh, let them know uh, here, you know, not just go to Fort Worth where the dinner is tonight and announce it there, you know. So I think that, to me, speaks again to Dave. And uh, he, he talks about person over player related to his players. But I think it's very genuine toward local media also. Absolutely. He he is the best with media that I've ever seen. And I'm yeah. not exaggerating. Yeah. I've, I've seen so many coaches, coaches that are really good with the media. But he – treats every member of the media with respect even some that i'm sure have written some adversarial things <laughs> probably um, but i just love the way he approaches the media and i think it is absolutely the best way to handle it yeah and so that's that's him he's just genuine and uh really thoughtful in everything he does so that's why there was the press conference today here in waco uh we will be in fort worth tonight uh, at the fort worth club it's a dinner uh great attendance great signups for that so that'll be fun and uh, i'm doing a q a with coach aranda and you better believe i would ask him like tonight right <laughs> <laughs> about the quarterback situation so i think he knew you know he knew that was coming up and he'd be out of town and then everybody here would say hey Hey, why didn't we have a chance, you know, to hear that from you? So that's why he did that with the local media today. I'm trying to remember what was my question for Coach Aranda that you asked him for me he on did, one of the coaches' shows, yeah, right? Yeah, I I'm drawing a blank. I know what he didn't was answer, that? but he talked around it, which we thought he would, right? Right? He didn't. Oh, was it about scouting, scouting themselves? I think so. Yes. Was it something like that? Yes. Like if you were scouting yourself. Or did we ask Coach Drew that question? Oh, you know what? It was Coach Drew. That was Coach Drew. Yeah, it was. (laughs) If you were scouting yourself, what would you, you know? Right. How would you defend defend your guards, basically? (laughs) That's what it was. It was Coach Drew. But there was one for Coach Aranda also. There was. And uh, it was one of the recorded shows. It wasn't live at Rudy's. And I said, uh, Aaron and Waco has a question. Or Aaron and Robinson has (laughs) a question. I remember. I remember listening to it. Gosh, what was that? What would it have been? I don't remember. It's obviously football related. Sure. but I don't remember either. I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll try to think if there's any questions that I. All right, you got uh, one for tonight. Nothing burning, but I haven't okay. really thought about it. Okay, think about it. All right, here is uh, Coach Randa from earlier today press conference here in Waco at the Bank, the Beecham Athletic Nutrition Center. And uh, first question, uh, John Warner, <laughs> Waco Tribune Herald, asked the question. Uh, in fact, he said, "Coach, kind of an obvious question. Uh, what are you thinking at?" quarterback we have yeah we had a talk with bull blake and sawyer i think the week after uh that the spring game and so we named blake the starter and i uh, had really good talk with sawyer uh and blake at that time and um you know the uh the reasons for all of that twofold one is i thought you know uh sawyer really progressed and got better at the end of spring. Um, you know, I think things settled down for him and everything. And I have to imagine it, he's going to continue to get better. Um, and so, you know, in talking with Sawyer, it's like, hey, man, way impressed with you. Your future here is really bright. You know, um, hey, it's a big old thing. Just take it one step at a time and keep your head down. You're going to be great. With Blake, like his consistency and his overall improvement is was way impressive 
and then his leadership and the growth there was impressive. And, you know, I'd have to, from y'all's perspective, I can see in that spring game where it probably, you know, could have been this or could have been that. I think overall the spring with Blake was really good, and um, his leadership was much improved. And so, you know, I think he earned it uh, would be one. And two would be, you know, I think moving into the summer and um, and just kind of into fall camp is that we want to help solidify solidify with, with Blake that, hey, this is your team. You know, you've done all the work. You've earned it. We just talked about kind of being in a pit and kind of rising up. And I think that's the whole thing. I think, you know, for me, I mean, how many times has that been me, you know? And then you look at our players and you just, when guys are in that position, um, to give them the opportunity to climb out that thing and be the, the new them. And I think that's that's what Blake's doing. And I'm way uh, proud of him. And so um, want to give him the, 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 the stage to be able to assert himself completely. He's the guy. It's his team. Take us into summer and fall. Give us the best shot to start it off. So excited for that you know i thought talk with all of them both both went well and talking to sawyer i guess hey how you how you feel with all of it and he was um he goes coach i love baylor's where i want to be you know you're going to continue to see me get better and we all knew that you know that's the case and i'm sure that we will see him continue to get better it's Coach Dave Aranda meeting with the uh, media earlier today. And, uh, again, kind of a late spring, heading into summer press conference. Uh, he had said in the press conference that followed the spring game that he wanted to give you know give it a week uh, and then come back and talk to the, to the quarterbacks and announce the starter then. And I think he was asked a very pointed question, well, how are you going to announce that to us? <laughs> he figured out a good way, didn't he? <laughs> and he did, yeah, and he followed up on it. And that's, the the in large part, that was the uh, reason for the press conference today. And another thing, and this is not a little thing, especially mm-hmm. if you're a local reporter, he, that's another way for him to get the information to local reporters, unlike mm-hmm. some coaches who just feed it to a national reporter, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, good Like, point. I'm sure, they, they, I know that they're SEC, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying head coaches, but I know there are coaches in the SEC when they have something, they just like call one of those, you know, fine yeah. bomb or somebody like that, right, you know, and look right. to them. Whereas, you know, he knew that everybody wanted to know who the starting quarterback was going to be. So he called a press conference with, you know, all the people that follow the team on a regular basis. Right. And that's another great thing about Coach Aranda. It's pretty good. Yep, really good. All right. Uh, you'll hear more from Coach Aranda with Matt Mosley coming up later today. Matt was there at the press conference today. And John Warner, I think, on uh, in the uh, Matt Mosley show later this afternoon. But we are headed, as soon as we finish here, to Fort Worth for the dinner tonight, starting the Texas tour uh, Fort Worth tonight, uh, Dallas, July 13th, uh, Houston, July 17th are the dates ahead for Coach Aranda. Uh, and then, of course, the Waco uh, Chamber kickoff luncheon here, August 24th is, oops, I don't know if they've announced that yet, but <laughs> late August will be the uh, date. <laughs> you got that audio? Late August. There we go. <laughs> uh, late August will be the date for the Waco Chamber kickoff luncheon here, here in Waco. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. A little bit later, Glenn Moore will join us. Baylor softball head coach kind of wrap up the season. Season came to an end in the NCAA regional in Salt Lake City over the weekend. Always uh, welcome opportunities 
opportunities to visit with Coach Moore, and we'll have that coming up in a bit. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.
Back with us, John Morris Show on a Tuesday in the Alan Samuel Studio, ESPN Central Texas, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and a new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. Also brought to you by uh, the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. New location, yes, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. They also, uh, quality and reliability is what Pioneer Steel and Pipe offers. They Remember, they deliver and unload. Who could ask for anything more? It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. New location again, 2003 South Loop 340, and Highway 6 in Waco. All right, we'll visit with Glenn Moore coming up uh, next segment. Uh, Baylor softball coach, wrap up the softball season for Baylor. You uh, thought of a question you'd like me to ask Coach Aranda at the dinner tonight. Yeah, I, I, I want to know. Obviously, I think every coach's preference is to have a high, is to get a high school quarterback every, if not every class, probably three out of four classes, two out of three just depends on who the coach is, but I would like to ask Coach Aranda or know his thoughts on how how much he thinks the transfer portal has affected quarterback recruiting mm. in particular yeah. because yeah. I think that's been the biggest change. Like, if people talk about the recruiting and the money. Most of those recruits that are getting big money to go to big schools, we're going to those big schools anyway. Mm. Now they're just getting money on top of it. Not all of them, but most of them. But we're... With quarterback recruiting, it used to be a team like Alabama or Ohio State or any of the top programs would have th- three top quarterback prospects, yeah. and sometimes four, just lined up. Right, that would be that would have been you know top twenty in the country coming out overall, not quarterbacks overall coming out in their class. And now that just doesn't happen because you're not if if say I was the third rated quarterback Mm -hmm. in the 2022 class Mm -hmm. and i'm coming out of spring third string Mm -hmm. there's no way i would i'm staying at ohio state when i could go to probably 90 to 95 percent of the colleges in the country and start because you have the talent to we were talking about uh, malik jefferson yeah the the quarterback murphy Malik Malik Murphy. malik murphy excuse me yeah malik murphy the quarterback in texas who is just phenomenal just a great quarterback and he's gonna probably come out of spring as the third string quarterback i don't know that for sure he may start as the backup but quinn ewers is going to be the starter yeah and i just don't think he will be there next fall i don't see how because arch manning's obviously staying quinn ewers is going to be the starter and even if quinn ewers has a great season and declares for the nfl draft well guess who the starter is going to be next year yeah Arch Manning. Right. I was just kind of wondering on his thoughts because Baylor went from on signing day losing their quarterback commitment and having basically an empty quarterback room Mm -hmm. with just Blake in it to have after the two transfer portal quarterbacks coming in, having one of the deepest quarterback rooms in the country. So That's a just, really good point. Yeah, yeah, I think Baylor's in great shape there. Remember uh, DJ Ramirez uh, transferred from Northern Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, yeah, and and he is uh, I, right now would be the number three quarterback. But I tell you what, watching spring practice, he looked good. I mean, I think you could go to war with him. Yeah, they they name shaping the starter. 
uh, Sawyer Robertson was a top 100 national, a top 200 national prospect coming out of high school and showed that in the spring. I mean, he's big and strong. Yeah. And he's got a great arm and did a great job of picking up the offense. He, they were, you know, Coach Randis talked about it. He, I don't hadn't taken a snap under center since junior high. Is that what he said? Oh, or something really? like that? Because, <laughs> right. you know, he was in, 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 uh, kind of air raid offenses yeah. in high school and then obviously at Mississippi State under Coach Leach. But, yeah, you go from an empty quarterback room to Sawyer Robertson, a national top 100 prospect as your backup. And like you said, uh, the uh, um, what's that, Martinez? Uh, what's DJ. DJ. I almost mm-hmm. well, I want to say JD. DJ Martinez transferring from northern Arizona and saw him in spring, and he looked really good too. Yeah. So he they did. may he they, really good. They may be as deep a quarterback as anybody in the country. That's very comforting too, because you know you know you're not going to go through a season with one quarterback. Uh, even if you're in a game, you just need a change up. Just need to put somebody in, somebody different. Uh, that's even discounting injuries. And and most times you need to go three deep at quarterback, pretty much every position. So I think Baylor's in really good shape there. Absolutely, and I. I told so many people that after Austin Novosad decommitted on signing day and signed with Oregon. I'm like, look, pre-transfer portal, I would be just as worried as you. But with the transfer portal, the, the easiest position to fill, I think, and it still requires you go out, going out and recruiting, but I think the easiest position to fill for Power 5 schools now is, is quarterback. Interesting. All right. Uh, okay. I'll ask him that question tonight. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, shift gears, visit with Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, just wrapped up his 23rd season as the head softball coach at Baylor. Passed the 1,000-win uh, milestone this season. Had some big wins. Six top five wins for Baylor softball this season. Oh, I was going to make a joke. I was uh-huh. like, I finally had a good enough season to get Coach of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and finally Coach of the Year. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, it's not like he hasn't won multiple conference titles and yeah, made right, multiple World right. Series. But... Four. He's been to the World Series four times. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he's the coach, of the, co-coach of the year. <laughs> right. Just not even outright, but well-deserved and well-passed due. So we'll congratulate him and welcome him in after a break. Stay with us. Glenn Moore joins us when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA more with that 60% off store-wide clearance sale going on now through the end of May. Check it out at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this one's gone! In opposite field, grand slam for Josh Young. It's 4-0 Texas. LeMahieu being waved around. Here's the throw from Garcia. Play at the plate. He is out at home play. A perfect throw by Adolis Garcia. One hop into Jonah Heim, who applies the sweet tag. LeMahieu. It's Ranger baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, 7 Diamonds, and 2 Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project founded in 1969 barnett contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build their services include excavation utilities civil engineering concrete paving and storm drainage do business with central texas premier site work contractor barnett contracting where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients learn more at barnettcontracting.com in the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore. Back with us, John Morris Show, and pleased to welcome in Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore as we, uh, well, wrap up the season. Coach, which you wish you were still going, moving on to a super regional and on from there, but uh, the season has come to an end, but thanks for being on with us today. Well, thanks for having me, John. It's been a pleasure all year. I'm really excited about uh, what this team accomplished this year. Yeah, and there's a lot to be excited about, right? You you, uh, you finished earlier than anybody would have liked, but, man, w- you had some real highlights during the year. 
Yeah, so I, you know, again, I I think um, I think this team really performed well at a high level every time they went out there. I remember one time earlier in the year where I felt they had allowed the uh, you know the rigors of uh, class and school and being on the road uh, let them show up a little bit less than. Um, they were typically showing up uh, with energy and excitement, and we discussed that. And I don't think it happened again the rest of the year and certainly came away with some memories and some big wins and tough losses. But, um, man, I think they really maximized the, their ability through some adverse situations with injuries and illnesses and things like that. So I'm really proud of them. Yeah, six uh, top five wins. I mean, I don't know this. I should have asked Katie uh, Gilmore, but have you ever had that many top five wins in one season? No, and I don't think anybody else had them in the country. And that was one of the concerning factors with not being awarded a a 15 or 16 seed uh, in hosting was, uh, you know, the committee said that Alabama was awarded, uh, curiously awarded, a top five national seed because they had – five top ten wins and we had six top five wins so you know that's uh some of the transparency we'd like to get more answers from the committee on their decisions and uh, we obviously did some things down the stretch that um gave them reason to not award us that but uh yeah those that's that's huge that cannot be over overstated with what this team did and uh on the road as well with uh, a few of those yeah tennessee two wins uh two wins there uh part of those five top five six top five wins this year and this is not uh this is not beating a dead horse this is not sour grapes but how can you follow up maybe with the committee or you know trying to get that transparency you know just so you'll know moving forward you know i think that's something we push for with the uh nfca and our uh coaches um association where we you know get them to do some of the things you're seeing in other sports where they answer tough questions there were there was there was a little bit of that but the questions weren't very tough you know so uh, there's going to always be some that are unhappy and uh, some that are rewarded bigger uh, things they didn't think they would be uh, ways they didn't think they'd be rewarded I get that and uh, I certainly know that we're not privileged to all the information that goes on behind the door. And that's one of the reasons I think there should be a little more transparency to, to answer those questions. I'm not saying they made the wrong decisions, but we would just like to know why they make those decisions sometimes. Sure. And would it affect maybe your scheduling moving down the road if you get, you know, get some answers like that? Yes, and you know we I've scheduled according to what I've heard over the years right. uh, was important as as well. You know that's a that's another thing. Our our strength of schedule overall was lower than I can I can't even figure out how they rated us at uh, such a low strength of schedule. Uh, but I, I do know that some of the teams that traditionally are that we played that are traditionally top 100s uh, fell pretty low into the 150s and and even lower. We won all of those games, so uh, I've always heard that if you're going to play those those teams with the uh, um, higher uh, strength of schedules, um, uh, RPI, then you need to make sure you don't lose them. And we didn't lose those games. Um, uh, the only losses we have, I think, were top 100, so it shouldn't have hurt us a whole lot. But we had some really, really big uh, key wins that uh, turned a lot of heads. 
Yeah, and the uh, the interesting part is you've got the win over Oklahoma, the gift that keeps on giving because now <laughs> Oklahoma is back hosting a Super Regional and that one, you know, on the uh, lost side of the ledger keeps showing up. And, and you, you, you can almost feel people saying, ooh, one loss, who beat him? Oh, it was Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that big, you know, as, as uh, they continue to play really, really well? It is big, and those who know the sport and know what's uh... – you know how it's supported up there and and uh you know with nil and everything that's going on these days to you know to know the 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 level or unlevelness of the playing field to be able to uh, get a victory there and 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 the kids competed even in the three losses against them they competed really well and they've won more than half their games by the eight run mercy rule Uh, they're just uh you know an elite level club and and everyone brings a baylor um you know, every time they play, the yeah. one loss and that blemish there is something, you know, they, of course, hate, but it's uh, certainly something that our girls can be proud of. And it was no accident. We didn't play a perfect ball game, but we played well enough to, to beat them on that occasion. All right, let's go back to that date, February 19th, Getterman Stadium. You beat uh, beat Oklahoma 4-3. to three. Shea Govan had a big three-run homer. And pitching-wise, it was the combo of uh, Dari Orm and Aaliyah Benford. Uh, and, and and that was a big part of that win, wasn't it, to have those two who really complemented each other, uh, you know, to to work to get the victory over OU. Absolutely, and neither of which we did we have in postseason. You know, we, we lost uh, Aaliyah shortly after that and um, uh, out for the season. And then uh, Dari, of course, uh, we shut her down just recently. Um, but uh, Dari throws hard. Aaliyah can throw hard and mix speeds, and that was a key when Dari went as far as she could go. We had a great uh, change of pace, if you will, a different look with Aaliyah that kept them off balance there. You know, they're 15 deep and All-American type hitters, so they can lose several of their top hitters and bring in, um, you know, that type of talent to, to replace them. So there's no there's no easy outs on that team, so you have to keep mixing that up. And uh, it was an outstanding pitching and defensive performance that night. Yeah, great, great win, really was. Uh, and that was where I was going was down the stretch. You didn't have either of those pitchers, you know, that helped you to the to the big win over Oklahoma. Uh, the others uh, stepped in. Riley Crandall seemed like really grew up and, and got some big wins, big innings for you. And then uh, Casey West also. I mean, they were huge. Those were the two that helped you sweep Texas late in the season. Yeah, Riley got two wins against uh, number five, Texas, and – uh, one in their backyard in case he got the middle game as well. So they certainly uh, performed very well, and that was great to see and just so proud of the girls to easily could have folded and said, hey, we don't have our best and we need our best against top ten opponents, and uh, we're defeated. But these kids never you – know, we preach it every year, John, to, to play the name on your chest, you know, to, to be better than uh, we were the game before and – live up to the abilities of Baylor, but you just, you know, the, the, the subconscious just has to know what's on the other side to a degree and, and uh, what you're up against in your challenges and even internal challenges. So um, this team never allowed that to affect them and they would uh, meet those challenges, uh, you know, vocally with each other and, and their team meetings and calling team meetings, player meetings and, 
challenging each other and always stepped up to the plate. Didn't always play a great game, but they certainly competed every time they were out there. Glenn Moore, our guest, Baylor's head softball coach, just wrapped up their season. And uh, only one senior on your team this year, Josie Bauer, great senior, great leadership. It's fun to celebrate her on senior day. But that says you've got a lot of young players in key roles and uh, a lot of girls coming back. We really do. And I have said this is one of my favorite teams to coach, favorite teams to go to um, uh, road trips with, favorite teams to go to restaurants with. They just enjoy um, the the Baylor fan that supports Baylor would love hanging out with this team. They love Baylor, love representing this school, and there's a lot of talent there. And we have some talent coming in. Yes, we're going to miss Josie. Uh, we're going to we've had some injuries that are going to have to be taken care of with uh, a couple of surgeries over the off season, but they'll be back. Um, yeah, I'm just really, really, really proud of what this team. This team was fighting some adversity at the regional with the stomach bug that was going through mm. through the team, and you know some things that uh, you know people don't know about. I just showed the character of of what they're about and how they fought no matter the adversity. How about uh, how about somebody like Sidney Coyazos who uh, doesn't travel with you guys on Wednesday to Salt Lake City? She's taking the MCAT and and then travels out there late uh, the night before and then plays a game. I mean that really speaks to a quality person and student athlete that she is. Well, it's these dang 4.0 students. You know, they're just uh, <laughs> right. I need to coach the C, the C level students because they can identify with me a lot more than those. You know, she got in with Dan Ingham at about three o'clock in the morning. Oh gosh! The morning before we play our first game, and steps right in there, and and uh, you would think she had had eight hours of sleep and was bouncing off the walls, ready to go after a seven hour MCAT. Um, test all day long that she felt like she did pretty well on but she's something else and you know her she's high energy anyway such a leader and just a just a blessing to coach that's neat that's a great story what was your message to the team either right after uh the loss to Ole Miss that ended your season or you know later that night or when you got back what, what was kind of your message that you wanted to leave with them you know, we, we stayed in the moment, and I applauded them for the team and the joy they gave me, of course, of coaching them. Um, not every year is like that. Um, you, you have struggles, and different players handle the struggles differently. Uh, this team was truly a team and, and just motivated me to coach, so I applauded them for that. Of course, we talked about Josie and her contributions. We always have a tradition of uh, having a meal together that, right before we start our exit meetings and, and uh, you know, uh, acknowledging the contributions of the seniors. And it was easy this year with such a great leader in Josie. So we do that. And then we ask her to get her hugs from the team and right off into the sunset. And then we make the transition into the, the next year's team. And I start challenging them. And the biggest challenge with this next year's teams, we're going to, we'll be basically the same team with a few additions that we were this year. And, um, uh, you know, obviously that's exciting. We've just got to get healthy. Um, but the big challenge is to be able to recreate that culture that we had this year that won us a lot of games uh, against teams that might have been equally as talented as us. So talk to them about working hard and uh, obviously complimenting them on what we, we've done but, and enjoying that for a little while, but making sure we understood it's going uh, to be hard to uh, match that culture and that camaraderie. 
the talent will be there and it'll be improved as well with the experience, but the, uh, the challenge will be uh, matching that same culture. Yeah, well, have no doubt you'll figure out a way to make that happen. Uh, again, congratulations on a really good season back in the NCAA tournament this year. And uh, we appreciate your visits all season long. Thanks for being on with us again today. It's always a pleasure, John. Thank you. All right, Coach, see you soon. Thanks. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach with us, wrapping up the season. 40 wins for Baylor softball. They got to the 40-win mark, and that is a that is a real milestone. Uh, certainly they would have liked to have had more. They would have liked to have had a shot at Utah out there, you know, in Salt Lake City. and uh, But a couple of losses to Ole Miss and bowing out of the NCAA regional there. Yeah, but as you and Coach Moore talked about, just a great, great season. It's the wins over Tennessee and the sweep of Texas and the win over Oklahoma, which I am going to go out on a limb and say is going to be their only loss of the year this year. Mm, Maybe right. Is that just, it was a great season and it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. Oklahoma sitting at 51 and one right now. (laughs) Doesn't that sound unbelievable? It is. I just, you know what they were, you know, it's got, you know, every time they see that one, right. It's just got to burn. Right. You know, like, if we hadn't lost that one game to Baylor in non-conference. <laughs> you know what they were last year? 59-3. and three Yeah. And national champs. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what a gaudy record, 59-3. and three. Well, they're on their way to doing that or better this year. Yeah, I'm probably going to win 60 games and three-peat as national champions. Could be, yeah. They're just so loaded. They have four pitchers that would start almost anywhere. They have 15 hitters. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Coach Moore was talking right. about. So if they lose one or two, they just plug in other players into the lineup and there's no drop off. It's pretty incredible. It's. It's it's pretty close to the machine that Alabama football was before the transfer portal. Mm, yeah, good point. I think so too. So uh, fifty one and one, they've won forty six in a row. We're talking about uh, Oklahoma softball. The NCAA record is forty seven straight, set by Arizona, the ninety six ninety seven season, and uh, they're one win away from tying that. So they're hosting a super regional. Oklahoma is this weekend against Clemson. Uh, from there, if they win two out of three, they uh, just go right down the road to uh, USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium. It, it's funny, though, the, the two teams that have prevented them from breaking Arizona's consecutive wins record. Yeah. Texas last year and mm. Baylor this year. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> so, That's true. Because it was if, – if, if they don't lose to Texas in that conference series, then they would have broken the record before yeah. they lost their the other two games. But – well, and they lost to Oklahoma State one game. Uh, Oklahoma State actually won the Big 12 tournament right, last year. Right, in the Big 12 tournament. Right, At that right. point, they would have already broken the record when yeah. they lost that game. And then they lost to UCLA. One game. One game right. in the semifinals. On their way to Beat the, them by yeah. 67 in the, in the next game or whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. Right. Interesting. But all that to say, Baylor beat Oklahoma this year. That's exactly uh, four right. Four to three. Uh, the six top five wins we talked about with Coach Moore, Oklahoma – uh, Tennessee twice, and then a sweep of Texas. We should have uh, elaborated more on that because that was huge. I mean, to uh, to sweep Texas with basic your basically your number three and four pitchers. Now uh, it can be said now that the season's over. Dari Orm was probably not going to pitch in that series. Right. I mean, she could have in an emergency, but probably not. But you better believe they suited her up and they had her in the dugout and they even put her in the bullpen at times just so. Texas 
Texas could look down there and say, where's Dari Orm? You know, when's Dari Orm coming in? So pretty good show of uh, gamesmanship there by Baylor, uh, knowing that she probably wouldn't pitch. I mean, she could have in an absolute uh, emergency. But uh, but Baylor swept swept the Longhorns. Huge series to end the regular season. Yeah, and it just gives you so much excitement about next year. The pitching staff gets healthy. Look out. Yeah, it's that's right. Be, because the hitting's there. The the team is young. They graduate one senior, mm-hmm. an important part of the team, but mm-hmm. only one player not returning next year. It, it should be a great season. Yeah, that's fun to think about. Thanks to Coach Moore for being on with us. All right, let's take a break. Back, final segment when we come back. John Morris Show from the Allen Samuel Studios, brought to you in part by Sterling Clothing Company. This is uh, Billy Garrett's new venture. It's uh, brand new. It is out in the Ridgewood Village, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive. They're also on the web at sterlingclothingco.com. They're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, They're open uh, right now, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday, noon to 5. Check it out. It is Sterling Clothing Company, boutique-style clothing. They've got uh, things there that you just can't find uh, anywhere else here in Central Texas. Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco, on the web, sterlingclothingco.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Finish here and hit the road, head to Fort Worth. Looking forward to that. Dave Aranda, dinner coming up this evening. Great group signed up for that. We heard from Coach Aranda in a press conference this morning. You heard part of that and uh, get to have more with him coming up this evening. So that is coming up tonight. And, uh, again, a really uh, good registration number of folks in Fort Worth. Excited to hear from Coach Dave Aranda coming up up this evening. All right, uh, the Matt Mosley show is coming up next. Aaron, you mentioned uh, Johnny Warner is going to be on with Matt between 4 and 6. What else do you guys have planned on the Matt Mosley show? We will replay Coach Aranda's press conference from earlier today where he named Blake Shapin the starting quarterback and uh, some other breaking news in that press conference. Matt, we will play that and Matt will will comment on the more important aspects of it and uh, as John said, we will talk with legendary Waco Trip writer John Warner coming up in the 5 o'clock hour about all things Baylor and other Central Texas sports stories like the softball and baseball playoffs. So that's all coming up. Plus, Game 3 of the NHL Western Conference Finals. The Stars hoping to not go down 3-0. <laughs> not a good position to be in. Yeah, And uh, probably... Some NBA talk after the Lakers swept last night yeah. by the Nuggets. How about that? I'm going to do my best to bring it up because I like talking about LeBron losing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miami and Boston game four tonight. Is that right? Yes. So yeah. we could have the final. I, th- I think we will have the finals, NBA finals set after tonight if the Heat can finish off Boston like Denver finished off the Lakers last night. 
we will have the final set, so we'll talk about that as well. All right, how about this? A uh, little Big 12 trivia as it relates to the NBA uh, playoffs. Uh, Christian Brown it played for Kansas and uh, won the national championship as a member of the Jayhawks last year. He is now a member of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, how many guys have won a, an NCAA national championship one year and an NBA championship the very next year, so back-to-back? I have no clue, but that's a great question. Isn't and that I, great? I want to know the answer. <laughs> I've got the answer only because I saw it earlier today from um, uh, Field of 68, you know, that website. Uh-huh. They, they had it on there. So here's the answer. Two, two names uh, you'll immediately recognize, uh, some of the others you may or may not. Um, the others who won an NCAA championship one year and an NBA title the very next, Bill Russell. All right, he won a lot of championships. Not shocking. Right, and Magic Johnson. Not, yes, I, I should have known won that Won a lot one. of championships, yes, right. They, in 1980, and then they, they beat yeah. the Celtics and Larry Bird, who yeah. also, well, no, actually, he would have... He didn't win the championship. Right. He may be the, the only player to play, lose in a national championship and an NBA championship oh, in his first right. year. That's true. That's All good. because of Magic Johnson. That's a twist to it. So those two guys, uh, for sure. The others are Henry Bibby, uh, Billy Thompson, who played at Louisville, and Arnie Farron did it back in the 40s. So there's six guys who have did that. I've done that. Christian Brown, um, if the Nuggets win the NBA title, could become the sixth. It's pretty good trivia, isn't it? It is. I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. So the f- main three were Chris, if, if were Magic. Yep. Bill Russell. Bill Russell and Henry Bibby. Henry Bibby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the main ones. Is that ones. the Arizona? No. 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 That's Mike Bibby. Yeah, I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> that's right, Mike Bibby. Right. Yeah, he, he played for the Henry the Bibby. Kings. I think played at UCLA and then the Knicks. I'm pretty oh, okay. sure it was UCLA. So. If he played for the Knicks, he won his title a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they've made some finals, but they haven't won one, I guess, since... Uh, this may have been 70? Yeah. Did they when, win in 70? Uh, was it Willis Reed, the yeah. miraculously yeah. coming back on the court? 70 or 71? Yeah, because, I mean, they made the finals against the Rockets, I remember, because it was Ewing against Elijah Wan, wow. and they'd lost. No, that would have been later then. That that would have been mid-80s. Yeah, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Okay. They made it, but they didn't, oh, they didn't oh, okay. win. Yeah, they right. lost. Uh, and then they lost in the finals to someone else, maybe the Heat with... Mm. I was just watching a, a YouTube video last night really? that had that in there. Yeah, maybe the Heat with uh, Shaq and Dwayne Wade. I'll have to check that. Hmm. All right, there's a good uh, trivia question to uh, amaze your friends with, if you'd like. Birthdays today, birthdays to mention. It's uh, it's Mr. Rat, John Rigby's birthday. John and I worked together for a number of years at KWTX-TV. He moved on and uh, worked in San Antonio at Ken's TV, and now is loving a retired life living in Colorado. He and Wendy Rigby, so happy birthday to Mr. Rat, John Rigby. Uh, Kari Long's birthday today, former Baylor football player Mike Wallace's birthday Mike uh, formerly with Baylor football Levi Gilcrease former Baylor pitcher um, Sherry Whitney's birthday happy birthday to Sherry 
And then, um, oh, gosh, there's one more, Aaron, that I didn't want to forget. Oh, I knew who it was. It was uh, Jude uh, Rupley's birthday today. Oh, that's Larissa right. Larissa and Danny's birthday. He birth- is uh, son. 10 years old today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 think. or 11. Oh, did, oh okay. Maybe 11. Ooh, I may have checked that. I yeah, yeah. read wrong, but happy birthday but to Jude. But Jude, happy birthday to you. All right, who else, birthday-wise? Just a few today. All-pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald, multiple-time all-pro, multiple-time actually defensive player of the year. Aaron Donald turns 32. The probably the greatest Jeopardy player of all time, Ken Jennings. I would say. I don't think there's much debate about that. He turns 49, former Rangers manager and three-time American League manager of the year. Buck Showalter turns 67. Price is Right host Drew Carey turns 65. And last but not least, Joan Collins' birthday today. Any guess on how uh, she, I saw your you paper? Yeah, okay, and I was yeah. shocked when I saw it. Yeah, ninety years old. Golly, ninety years old. That's pretty incredible. Steph is coming in the room. She can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew Carey, sixty-five. That kind of surprised yeah, me. A I did bit too. too. Yeah, it surprised me too. I thought we were he, he and I were a lot closer in yeah. age than that. Yeah. But um, happy birthday to to Drew Carey and. To Joan Collins, Joan 90 Collins, years old. 90. Yep. How about that? Steph, what do you have? Give Ooh, us a I tease. Have, yeah. I've got a, we're talking pickleball today. Okay. Oh, Matt <laughs> Mosley gave me a challenge he gave her a yesterday. He gave me homework. Really? Good. I found out some cool stuff. Have you ever played it? Uh, no. I've seen it, but I haven't played it yet. I don't think I want to play it. I'd probably yeah. hurt myself with that paddle, but it yeah. takes a lot of talent. Apparently, it's, uh, I mean, it's sweeping the nation. It is. Better than tennis. Like it is. a lot of people who have played tennis are now picking up pickleball. It's crazy, and wait till I tell you what's going on oh, in the pickleball world. Okay, does, say no more. Does Baylor have a team yet? No, I don't have a team. You better yet. go talk to that athletic director of yours. Y'all be making some money over See there. That could be an NCAA sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It go. might be coming up. All right, Steph's coming up with Matt. Stay tuned for that. Thanks to Glenn Moore, who is on with us. Aaron, thank you very much. And we're headed to Fort Worth. We'll talk all about it if the Lord tarries tomorrow at 3 p.m. We appreciate you being on with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Okay. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.